Well, welcome to those who are watching online. So great to have you as part of the Connect Church family. And we pray these messages will bless you and encourage you wherever you are in the world. And if they have blessed you, do write and let us know. We'd love to hear from you and just pray uh, uh, that even as you hear today's message, it would encourage and bless you. Church, can we say a big hello to those who are watching and listening online? Come on. Love it. Now, we've got our sacrificial offering coming up in a few weeks, and I just want to say we've had to move the dates, and we've had to move the dates for, I think, a valid reason, that is that we've not won, but just been blessed with a trip to Israel, uh, which is happening in the next couple of weeks, and we had, like, short uh, short notice. I do believe in the blessings of uh, God, and uh, again, we've seen that happen, but just to say we've had to move the dates. So now, the sacrificial offering, which is a time when we once a year come in and we sow, we do it purposely around the time we get our, our tax back. We don't apologize for that. We just think the kingdom of God is a great thing to invest uh, into. Thank you, Carl. I had the one person. So it's like, come on, I said, I think the kingdom of God is a great thing to uh, invest into. And this is a, a great soil. Again, just seeing the album released. I know there's people playing it in Texas. I know there are people who, I, I text one friend in Texas and he, he's like, it's on my favorites list right now. I'm just telling you. So Andres Bassini, one of our speakers at last year's conference, he's like, this is a powerful, well, I can't do Portuguese, whatever, but he's like, this is a powerful, uh, powerful uh, album. And just, uh, uh, again, just so blessed by the impact that the, the, the ministry of the church is having in this nation through new life and in the nations of the world. And so we, we, we want to make sure that we take a time each year where we can sow and invest. And the rea- reality is you might be here today and you might be new to the church and say, see, Mabel, they always ask for money at these churches. It's like, I just want to tell you for the last four weeks, we haven't asked for nothing. We haven't asked. We haven't done an offering talk. We haven't spoken about it. We haven't shown it on the video. We just haven't done it. But we're we're we're, we're so committed to seeing the kingdom of God and, and all that God wants to do and the Cuppy Coast nation the world happen. And so it's important. This does not happen by accident. It happens because incredible people like you sow in every week. So we, we just don't want to. Uh, we want to give God what's right, not what's left. Amen. Can I just no no what's just uh, left over? And so the uh, the good news is we have everything thing we need to accomplish the vision God has called us to. The, 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 the bad news is it's still in your pockets. And come on, somebody, we need to uh, sow it into that kingdom. And all God's people said, amen. And so again, we've been blessed with a trip to Israel. People have asked, what are we doing? Where are we going? Well, we, we haven't even known ourselves. It just happened at a dinner. Just a quick talk. Somebody, you found out we hadn't been to Israel. It's like, you want to go to Israel? Text somebody in Israel. They text back. And the next thing he's like, you, you're going to Israel. I'm like, uh, let me pray about it. Mm, okay, yep, I think I'll uh, go if it's all being paid for. It's like, well, they're covering hotels, airfares, everything, except lunches. I was like, come on, guys, step it up a level. <laughs> so again, what are we doing? We're, we're heading off to this thing called the Jerusalem Encounter. So we just got a little video so you can pray for us while we're, uh, we're there. And so you can be jealous also. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's, a... it's like a second home. There's so much history, and we're all a part of God's kingdom and His family. I think it's important for people to come here where the Bible is put into a new perspective. I think being able to come here, it helps you realign your focus in terms of reading scripture, reading the stories, reading those words. this point forward, I'll have an understanding of the power of what Jesus was really trying to say 
and the relevance it actually is to my life at my age. All the different nationalities and people coming together, just hearing everybody in their own native language and their own kind of culture and things like that, worshiping the same God, man, that's, that's about as close to heaven we're going to get. It's really is a piece of heaven, you know, you can worship with Jews, Arabs, and then my community. It's been super special. I'm pumped to get back home and like do something to be different, to live the way Jesus really wants me to live. So we're pretty excited. Uh, yeah, so you're like, oh man, we're pretty good. So again, we're throwing it together. We're going through Hong Kong and then we're going to enter Tel, uh, Tel Aviv. So it's going to be, it's going to be great. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to be in Jerusalem. This is very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next, uh, next Sunday, eat your heart out. Okay, today, <laughs> uh, this is pretty amazing. I've always believed God will take us to two places, France for free. I can go anywhere in the world if you pay for it. But I was like, I believe God was going to do something and open it up. France, when our 25th wedding anniversary, someone came and said, we want you to speak at a conference at France. Bonjour. So we managed to speak at the City of Love for our 25th anniversary. And now we're going to Israel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today is Pentecost Sunday. As I said, it's, it's seven Seven weeks, 50 days since the events of Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And if you're wondering, what, what is the word Pentecost? That's such a fancy, uh, fancy word. Or if you knew the Bible, what does that actually mean? It just means 50. It just means 50. Like it's 50 days. It's 50 days. It was, it was originally a Jewish feast and seven weeks, 50 days. And the, remember, numbers mean things in the Bible. So numbers are very important. Seven's like God's perfect uh, uh, number. And, and 50 is like the, the Jubilee number, the year of freedom and, and you know, all the burdens taken away. And so, so that's what Pentecost means. It simply means 50. But it's when Christians around the world reflect on the moment the Holy Spirit came. The Bible tells us in Acts that 120 people, 120 souls were meeting together in the upper room. They were, were waiting. They, they were waiting for something. Why they're waiting? They were simply waiting because Jesus had told them some 50 days earlier to, to wait. And when Jesus tells you stuff, you do, you, you do it. Can I hear a good amen? So they're waiting because Jesus had told them to wait, but uh, the, truth be known, not everybody did wait, and not everybody does wait. Right. Right. Uh, truth be known, the, the, the Bible actually uh, tells us that uh, that when Jesus was resurrected, and around that time, that there were five hundred people who saw that and witnessed that, and, and were gathered uh, uh, together. But fifty days later, we only find a hundred and twenty there. What had to, had happened to the remaining three hundred? And 80 others who couldn't or wouldn't wait. I, I, I started to think in my, uh, my, my own life, if I was there at that time, if I, uh, if I was there in that moment and I was part of that group of 500, which, which group would I be a part of? Would I be a part of the ones who waited or would I be a part of the ones who walked? Right. Which group would you be a part of? In fact, Jesus said in, the, in, in, in just a few days, they didn't know it was 50. Hey, few, I thought it was three or four. Come on, somebody. 
In a few days, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Would I, would I have been someone who, who, who waited or would I have been someone who walked? And I get it if you walk because life's busy, right? I mean, I got things to do. I can't just sit around and do nothing. I can't just, 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 just do nothing while I, 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 I just wait. This seems to be taking forever. So would I have waited or would I have, would I have walked? In Luke 24, it says, which was one of the places where Jesus had told the disciples to, to wait. It goes on to say in Luke 24, verse 52, after he told them to wait, he said, then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem. And we're going to be there. Come on, somebody. Returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they stayed. Everybody say stayed. They stayed continually at the temple praising God. But how many know? 380 stayed, but they didn't stay long. <laughs> Kind of like that prayer meeting. You know that prayer meeting? You've probably been to it where it starts off really amazing and everybody's there. And then by day, uh, day two, it's like, okay, where is everybody? Day three, it's kind of fizzling. Have you been to that kind of prayer? prayer? You, you, I mean, it's just that kind of, kind of thing or that connect group. You said, man, I'm so kind of committed to this. Come on, somebody. And then you, 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 you went and then he said, oh, it's way too cold to go out tonight. It's kind of that thing was, uh, thing was going on. Tap your neighbor and say, you need to get back to that connect group right now. Come on, somebody. I mean, we're not designed to do life alone. But, but 308, the multitude walked, but, but 120 waited. But why the waiting? Why the waiting? The waiting was simply this, because Jesus had told them to wait, because I'm going to send the Holy Ghost. I'm going to send the Holy, Holy Spirit. Acts 1 verse 4, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift. Understand the Holy Spirit is a gift to us. It's a gift. Receive it. Receive it. Don't think about it. Receive it. Say, I want it. Yeah. It's a gift. I want it. If you're giving it, God, I want it. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Wait for the gift. My father promised, which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water. But in a few days, happen to be 50, in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. In Luke 24, verse 49, he says, I'm going to send you what my father had promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed in power from on high. I, I love the fact that Jesus said, I'm going to clothe you in power. I, I'm going to clothe you in power. I, I, that, that to me speaks of being wrapped up in, in power. God's desire was to clothe us in power. In another version of that same scripture, I, I, instead of the word clothed, it says, I'm going to endued. I'm going to, it's like marinating. I, I know it just feels like a sponge. I'm going to squeeze me. The Holy Ghost is going to come out somebody. It's like, I'm going to endued you with, with power from on high. Another version says, I'm going to fill you. Another version says, I'm going to empower with you with heaven's power. Another, uh, another version says, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes on you and in you. And that's exactly what happened to those who waited. When the Holy Spirit filled the upper room, the early church was born from that moment. Everything changed at that time. Jesus had said that this, this coming, this, this clothing of power, this infilling, this empowering of the Holy Ghost, this receiving power from God would change everything for His disciples, and it did. And it can for your life. It did and it can. In fact, Jesus said this in John chapter 16. He said, it's better if I go and the Holy Spirit comes. He's like, it's better if I, I go up that the Holy Spirit can come down. 
In John 16 verse 70, Jesus said, I tell you the truth because he won't tell you a lie. He said, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. He calls the Holy Spirit the helper. If I don't go away, it's to your advantage. Well, how is it to our advantage? Because we've got to understand simply this. When Jesus was physically manifest on earth, when the Word became flesh and the Word that was God, is God dwelt among us and walked on us. He could only be in one place at one time. If he was here, he couldn't be there. If he was visiting this church, he couldn't be at the other church. And so, uh, again, he he was limited. Remember the story of Lazarus, his friend Lazarus. People came to him. He was in a faraway town. And they said, your friend Lazarus is, is, is dying. But Jesus couldn't go to him immediately. And then basically by the time Jesus got there, he'd already been dead for four days. And the, uh, Lazarus' sister comes to Jesus and said, if only you had been here, he would have lived. Of course, we know the story. Jesus now, because he was there, was able to resur- resurrect them. But you've got to understand with the Holy Ghost's power, the, the, the beauty of it, the advantages, and now the Holy Ghost can be with us wherever we are. Come on, somebody. Friend, I want to tell you, when you walk out of here today, you don't leave the Holy Spirit here waiting for now. Oh, I can't wait for next week till everyone's back. Come on. Yeah, right. he, he, he goes with you. He is working in you. See, see, this is the advantage. He's here, there and everywhere. He's working in you and through you and for you. That's the advantage. So Jesus went up that the helper could come down, that the Holy Spirit could change our Lies. That's the advantage. In that passage, of course, he's called the the helper, but other translations of that same passage, he there's many meanings along with that word, and that one he's called the helper, and another one he's called the counselor, and another one he's called the comforter. I mean he can comfort you when you're 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 struggling. Stop chasing after other things to comfort you. Come on. He's the comforter. Whatever you chase after in this world, it will not come. He is the comforter. Another one version calls him a friend. Another version calls him the advocate. So I don't know what or who you think the Holy Spirit is. But in this passage, it, it captures a picture of what he is like. He's a helper. And what does a helper do? Well, a helper helps. A helper helps. He's a, he's a counselor now. And he doesn't charge $80 an hour. Come on, somebody. <laughs> the counselor counsels. The comforter comforts. The friend, what's a friend? A friend is someone who is for you. See, someone said this the gospel is a light, but only the spirit can give sight. The gospel is a light, but only the spirit can give give sight. The, the, the word of God is powerful, it's it's sharp, it's 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 incredible, but we, we can it, it's a light to us, but the the Spirit of God enables us to see what's in it. It enables us to see. The Spirit helps us. Helps us. He, he speaks. He whispers. Sometimes through the words. Sometimes through our circumstances. Sometimes through different situations that come our way. But I want to say we need to help us help. We need the counselor's counsel. And my wife will testify to this. I found that over the course of my a life that I have not always made the best decisions. Amen, dear? 
She's quiet, writing it down. And I, 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 I found that I, I, I can make good decisions, but I don't always make God decisions. I make good decisions, but I don't always make God, God decisions. And why? Because I, I've just found when I try and do it myself, here's the things, God's ways are not my ways. He doesn't do things like from the Adam International Vision. He does things differently. Isaiah 55, you know it, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways. His ways are higher. He doesn't do things like we think they should. Well, I can have good ideas, but they're not God ideas. And I can see this borne out in the New Testament also when I think about the time from, from the resurrection to the time the Holy Spirit came, those 50 days, those seven, seven weeks, the disciples, they were waiting, they gathered together and maybe they got bored. I don't know, like waiting, where is he? What's going on? Yeah. And so Peter, who piped up and remember Peter had failed, he'd mucked up and whatever. And Jesus said, hey, do you love me, Pete? And he's like, yes, I love you. It's like you're back on the team. He's in it. So Pete decides halfway through that 50 days, I'm going to make a decision. Somebody needs to replace Judas. And he's like, come on, guys, let's do it. Let's have a little meeting. They had a meeting, formed a committee, got together, had a little meeting, cast some lots. Or playing some cards, I don't know. <laughs> they cast some lots, they did some things they did together, and they picked a guy named Matthias. Matthias, they picked him, they said, Matthias, look at him, he's a good guy, ticks all the boxes, great dude, Lo love him. But here's the thing they picked Matthias, he drew the short lot or whatever, the short stick, and that is the first and last time we ever hear of Matthias. He gets one mention in the Bible, not a good decision. Probably not. Decision. It was a good decision maybe, but not a God decision. But then see what happens afterwards when Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit. He stands up, preaches, 3,000 people give their lives to Christ. That's what happens. That's the difference the Holy Spirit makes. It's like somebody, somebody said this, because you, you've got to go, uh, think, think about this. It's like the story of the rich young ruler, right? The rich young ruler. You remember that uh, story where, because where, if the rich young ruler came to, to me for my system, I, I'd be like, hey, this dude, we should have him on the team. Why? Number one, he's rich. Great for the sacrificial offering. Come on, somebody. He, 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 he's a rich, he's young, and he's a ruler. He's rich. He's got all these things. He ticks all the boxes that we need. We need this dude on our team. But Jesus, like, sent him away. It's like, what are you doing, Jesus? We would have picked him because you see, his ways are not our ways. We can have a good idea, but it's not always a God idea. So we need the helper's help and the counselor's counsel. Come on, someone. See, before Pentecost, I love this quote, before Pentecost, the disciples found it hard to do easy things. After Pentecost, they found it easy to do hard things. He preached and 3,000 got saved. That's the difference the Holy Spirit makes. Why? Because he will lead and guide you. He will lead and guide you. When he, the spirit of truth, it says in John 16, verse 13, Jesus speaking, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you the things to come. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I, I love how God does this. He speaks to us, he counsels us, he directs us, he, he reveals things to us. A couple of weeks uh, ago, we got an opportunity that, that just happened, and you've got to take them when you, when you get them. Uh, Pastor or Dr. Michael Maiden was traveling through New, New Zealand. He was about to fly back to America. We had a, a moment where they said, hey, would you like him? He's our conference speaker, one of our conference speakers, along with Dr. Sam Chan. 
And um, they're, they're like, hey, would you like to have them for a couple of hours? I'm like, great. I was on a Monday morning. I gathered about 25 people from Palmy and different leaders and other people, just whoever I, uh, I could quickly grab for an opportunity for him. Now, he, he was late. He came in. He gave a five-minute word, and then he just, for the next three hours, prophesied over everybody who was there. And again, just seeing what the Holy Spirit can speak to people. Leon and Melissa, just were, they were there. They look after teams and stuff in the life of the, life of the church. And so as they, uh, they stood up, I, I laughed at how he said, no, so I know it's, uh, you know, things. I hadn't sent the files to anyone. Hadn't sent Michael the files. But he gets up and says, I see, I see construction. Anything, you need to get those plans ready. I know that's what they're, uh, and I can see construction. And I was like, how does he know who sent the file? Grace stands up and, and, and he can see she's pregnant. I don't know whether that made him think of that, but he said, I see you working uh, 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 with, with, with children. And then he said, I see, uh, I see uh, um, you know, a book with your, your name on, as an author on it. And I was like, how does he know about the book? I was like, Grace, go and get the book. She's like, no, 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 because she, she's written a book with her name on it. And for Jeremy, he tells him, oh, you're, 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 I see uh, 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 you, you, you're constructing a house with a water view. And he's got a house with a water, water view. I was like, how does that kind of thing happen? Why? It's because he is for us. Because here's the other thing. He's a friend. So he's for us. He, 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 he's not against you. He is, he is for you. He helps reveal things. He takes from that which God knows and brings it out for us, for our Encouragement. And I've seen that over the years through, through the church land miracles and all that kind of thing. I've had people say, nothing's going to happen on the land. But I felt the Holy Spirit say, no, something is going to happen. And it did. That's why I'm always responsive to when, when I feel to text someone or, or, or prompted to send a scripture to somebody. The amount of times I've sent texts to people and they go, man, that got me just at the right time. I was just walking into a meeting or going into a place. And, and, and that, really, that really helped me. He guides he guides. And so I, I, I want to say to you today, if you're a businessman, if you're, you, if you're, a, if you're a person, who, a professional person, understand here today the Holy Spirit doesn't leave, stay here as you walk out the door. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit can go with you and can speak with you in your business. It can speak with you. He can lead and go, come on somebody, in your school and in your situation. If you're saying, who do I employ for my company? It's not like, well, I've got to figure it out myself. You've got to understand the same Holy Spirit is available to you. He wants to help you. He wants to counsel you. Come on. He, he, he wants to help you move ahead. And again, we've got to be ones who are open to that in our, in our lives, if the worship team can come. See, God is, God is for you. God is for you. He's your, your friend. The Bible also says in that passage, it says he's an advocate. He's an advocate. An advocate is someone who what? Who... If you call an advocate in India when we're living in an advocate's like a lawyer, he's someone who will fight on your behalf. He's an advocate. The helper helps. The counselor counsels. The comforter comforts. The friend is for you. The, but he's also an advocate. He, he fights. And an advocate's somebody you call when you get in trouble. I want you to know when, when we face trouble and how, how many have ever been in trouble? Come on. And you want to admit, thank you, I see those two hands. Lying doesn't work. Come on, people. That's trouble right there. But when, you, when you're in trouble, he's also the advocate. He will fight on your behalf. It's like he, he, he will stand for you when nobody else does.
He's your advocate. And the truth is, if the, if the disciples needed the Holy Spirit then, if the disciples needed the Holy Spirit then, how much more do we need the Holy Spirit now? How much more do we need Him to lead and guide us? See, the Holy Spirit is not just here to give us warm fuzzies on a Sunday and just to give us woo He's there as we, as we leave this place. He, gets, he comes with us in our car. He's working in and through us. He's with you in those decisions. He's, he's with you in the dark nights of the soul when you're, when you're going, I don't know what to do. Let the counselor counsel. Let the helper help ask, knock, seek. disciples needed the Holy Spirit, how much more do we? How much more do we need to be clothed in power? If they needed it, we need it. How much more do we need to be endured? endured? I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but it's just a nice word. How much more do we need to be to be filled? How much, if they needed to receive power from on high, how much more do you and I. Oh, I remember my first encounter with the with the Holy Spirit. It was at 40 Rewai Street. My I grew up on Rewai Street. I my parents moved three times, never out of the same street, and never more than 40 meters. They they really liked that street. But I remember at 40 Rewai Street, I I had an encounter with with the Holy Spirit. I, I'd given my life to Christ. I'd had some demons dealt to in my life. But I was I was in the lounge sitting down on a chair. And again, the, the Holy Spirit can come at any place at any time. He can meet you in your bedroom. He can meet you where, wherever. On a lounge, at a lake, on a bus, wherever. The Holy Spirit can encounter you if you make yourself available. And that time, you got to understand me. I didn't know nothing about Christianity. I didn't know nothing about what Christians are meant to do or what the Holy Spirit's supposed to do. I, knew, I didn't know anything. All I knew is that as I opened myself up to the Holy Spirit and, and, and come, I, I felt the Holy Spirit fill me with His power. It's like, shoo. And I found a language began to bubble up inside of me, a language that I'd never spoke. The Bible and the book of Acts calls it tongues. It was, it was like a prayer, prayer language. And man, I don't know, that's 30, 40 years ago or whatever, but that still language is still in me today. Every Sunday as we meet and we stand here, I'm called Oh, I don't say it loud. The language is inside me. Sometimes you'll hear people say, what, what's he praying? Is he Indian or something? Because they filled and it flowed through me. Some people, they go, I can't speak in tongues because, you know, I don't know if it's that true or is that right or is that... It's, I want to tell you, disengage the brain and engage the heart. Allow it to flow through. It's a tap that's got to be open. And of course, like any language sounds funny. You go to any country and maybe... Maybe that's because it was a, to be a part of my experience, but language has never been a problem for me. It always sounds funny. And again, the Holy Spirit, as He speaks through us in that prayer language that can bypass the brain, goes straight to the heart of God. 
as that happens, that, 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 that flow, as I open my heart, I, I was flooded with the love of God. That's all I can explain. It. Love, presence, warmth, peace, whatever, whatever it is. It was like, oh my goodness, what is the, uh, you know, you, you got to understand I was a drug addict. So I was like, man, this is seriously good stuff. In fact, someone said, if, uh, I think it was Martin Lloyd-Jones, the Bible teacher, he said, if the Holy Spirit was in a pharmaceutical book, it would be known as a stimulant. Come on. Because it stimulated my heart and my faith and my walk. And He empowered me. He clothed me with power. And, and just saying, I've never taken those clothes off. Come on, somebody. They're, they're, they are. I'm in that place. But maybe for you, you need that Holy Ghost infilling. Maybe for you, that's been not been your experience. Maybe too much brain, too much information, but not heart knowledge transformation. Maybe you need to be transformed today by the renewing of your mind. Maybe you need to allow the Holy Spirit to just flow through you. Would you stand across this auditorium? Maybe you're here and today and you've never spoken, maybe in that prayer language and you go, man, I'm desperate for that. Well, one of the things you've got to do, I'm going to invite you to come to the front if that's your issue. But one of the things you've got to do is like me, I didn't understand it, so I didn't know. I just did whatever they said. And they, uh, the Spirit of God just flowed through me. But sometimes we can get too religious for our own good. But maybe today you go, man, I, I, I want to speak in that heavenly prayer language. And if you do speak in that heavenly, I want you to start praying right now. But there may be ones here today that say, I need that baptism. I need that. I need that. It's just the evidence of, of God's touch. It's not the only thing. It's just, it's just one of the evidences of the Spirit of God. It is, I'm not saying you have to have it. You need it. It's more about, do I want it? I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry for it. And so in these last few moments that we have left, if you're sensing, man, I need a, I need a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit. Let me just, just tell you, sometimes here's what you do. Again, especially with speaking in tongues, just turn this off and allow God's Spirit to well up inside. If you don't go, oh, that sounds funny. And, and, and if you get... Allow the Spirit of God as we pray. And some people, they pray really nicely, quietly, like, because it's like, oh, it sounds funny. But I'm just wanting to encourage you just to pray it out. And allow it to flow out. Allow it to flow out. Just put your hand on, on the shoulder of the person next to you and I say, I baptize you right now in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Fresh baptism. Oh, Lord, I 